0: This is Jess Halliday for Food Navigator. Agriculture is on the front line in the fight against climate change and will be hit hard, with big implications not just for farmers, but for global food security. So on the ground is Jerry Nelson, who is Senior Research Fellow with the International Food Policy Research Institute. Hi Jerry, can you hear me? I can. Great. Well, thanks very much for joining me. Um, Can you give me a flavor of uh, some of the discussions you've been having this week uh, there in Copenhagen?
1: Yes, we are uh, part of a group that is trying to stress the importance of including agriculture in the climate change negotiations, both on the adaptation funding side, but also a role for agriculture on mitigation funding, because agriculture is part of the problem in the sense that it contributes large amounts of greenhouse gases, about 30 percent of the total but also could contribute to reducing greenhouse gas emissions. And food security will be a problem for us all. Climate change makes food security challenges even greater.
0: So what, in your view, are the, are the solutions to the problem? Are you talking sort of better better land practices?
1: Um, It's a variety of things and depends on what part of the world you're in. Um, It's a combination of increased productivity for crops that are also more resilient to the increased variability that we expect to see. It's investments, so investments in agricultural productivity research and getting that information out to farmers. But it's also expansion of infrastructure of two kinds. Rural roads is really important for farmers in order to be able to sell their products, at the best possible prices, but get inputs at the lowest possible prices. So rural roads is the second category. The third category, then, is irrigation investments Mm -hmm. of two kinds, really. Expansion of area in some parts of the world, such as in in sub-Saharan Africa, but also increases in irrigation efficiency, in other words, using the water that we have more efficiently to increase food production. We estimate that the world needs to spend $7 billion a, a year in additional funds just to deal with the climate change challenges.
0: But where should this funding be coming from? from?
1: The funds will have to come from a variety of sources, certainly from developed countries in terms of their contributions to adaptation funding. Mm -hmm. That's public sector funding, but also it can come through mitigation funding from the private sectors. Wants to spend some of its offset money in the developing world support agriculture mitigation, then we think that's necessary as part of the negotiations as well.
0: Okay. So who stands to benefit from this approach and who stands to lose?
1: Well, I think we all stand to benefit from this approach. Anytime that we can raise the productivity of agriculture, lowering the food prices that you would see relative to without the expenditures, then food prices are lower. We can afford more and better food But the particular beneficiaries are those people who are working in the agricultural sector in the developing world. That's where the bulk of the world's poor live and work and need more resources in order to survive.
0: So thanks very much to Jerry Nelson there in Copenhagen. There's still a week to go of the COP15 talks and the hopes are that world leaders will walk away with a policy agreement in the bag that will channel resources from the developed to the developing world and could eventually form the basis of an international treaty. I'm Jess Halliday. Join us for another podcast from Food Navigator.